First Class Fatherhood. That is where Alec Lace comes in with his popular podcast. And one of the most interesting was on a podcast. Alec Lace interviews high-profile fathers from actors to NFL players with a vision to change the narrative of fatherhood and family life. Welcome, everybody, to a throwback episode of First Class Fatherhood. I'm happy and honored, as always, to be here with you guys. Thank you for stopping by. I hope everybody enjoyed their Thanksgiving. And I have got one of the most downloaded episodes of 2022 to bring you guys today. And that is my interview with Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville, obviously very widely well-known for Jackass, all the Jackass movies, all the crazy stunts he's performed over the years, but also he starred in many movies such as The Dukes of Hazzard, uh, Men in Black 2, but really Jackass is what he's known for, what he made his career on. He's led a very wild and crazy life, and it was kind of fun to get a chance to sit down there and talk with him you know, about his fatherhood journey. And during this interview, you're going to hear him talk as he was promoting at the time a show called Reboot on Hulu, which a lot of critics called the best comedy of the year in 2022 on Hulu. And a lot of people were calling for it to get a second season. It did not. I know that the, you know we had the writer strike and we had the actor strike and there was all kinds of stuff going on. Many people called for a second. It did not get picked up for a season two, but it was very, very well reviewed. So there's about five or six minutes of this interview where we discuss that show. So if you're wondering what it is that he's referring to, maybe you guys have watched the show. That is what he's talking about there. So I'm going to hit you guys with a reboot of my interview with Johnny Knoxville. And full transparency, guys, why I'm playing these throwback episodes right now is I'm trying to, I'm working hard to get as many good guests as I can for you. But I have been putting a lot of time in building up my new show, The Alec Lay Show, which is a more political uh, themed show. If you're interested in checking that one out, go ahead. But I have, I've booked over 40 guests for that show in the last three months. So I've been working hard to build up that show while still trying to be fully committed to the listeners over here on First Class Fatherhood. So a lot of excuses that I can hit you guys with. I know you deserve better. I'm going to give you guys better. I'm working hard to make sure that I can give you guys as many guests as I can. Uh, so make sure you follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace or follow me on Facebook, Alec Lace, to find out all of the upcoming guest announcements. All right, so I think you're going to enjoy this one. It was a fun one. Johnny Knoxville, quite the character. And so here it comes. And don't forget, help me spread the word about today's podcast, Every Father in Your Neighborhood or in your contact list, and let them know about the show that is here celebrating fatherhood and family life. You guys know it. Every day is Father's Day right here on the podcast. Here comes my throwback interview from September of 2022 with Jackass himself, Johnny Knoxville, on First Class Fatherhood. Joining me now, First Class Father, Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Thank you. All right, let's start just like this here. How many kids do you have? How old are they? I have three children. I have a 10-year-old girl, 12-year-old boy, and a 26-year-old daughter. Very cool. I know, obviously, you got the new show, uh, Reboot. We're going to jump into that in just a second here. Obviously, you know, for the jackass, the antics, all the stuff that's gone on, your equipment survived it because you were able to produce uh, a few kids here. Take me back, if you could, Johnny, to the beginning of your fatherhood journey. About how old were you when you first became a dad, and how did that experience change your perspective on life? I was 24 when I had my first child, uh, daughter, and I was waiting tables. And I was, I was quite honestly terrified. Like, how am I going to support a daughter? You know, it's, I was like, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I have no idea what to do right now. 
And that's when I started, my back was against the wall. And I'm like, I got to figure out something quick. So I, my, you know, my next door neighbor was Antoine Fuqua and he helped me get a commercial agent and uh, he introduced me to this casting director, helped me get a commercial agent. My friend, John Linson, I was like, I'm going to get a job writing for magazines. He set me up with a magazine. I just started throwing everything against the wall trying to make it happen. And luckily that was uh, the spark I needed to like do something because up until that point, I moved out to Los Angeles to become an actor, but I'm really just kind of going out and partying and, and studying very little. And at that point when I was having a kid, I'm like, okay, it's time to do something. It changed my life. Yeah. It's interesting to hear you say that Johnny, because so many young men have this fear of, Having kids is going to be, it's too much money. It costs too much money to have kids. And I argue the point that kids become like these little money makers in the sense that they ignite this fire under you to make more income than anything else will force you to want to go out and produce more, become more and make more than anything else will in this life. Oh, for sure. Like it, 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 it changed the course of my life in, in the most amazing way. And I was terrified for those nine months. I couldn't even... I could barely discuss it within my, my then girlfriend that I, we were having a kid. I couldn't even discuss it. And this may sound corny, and but it's true. Like terrified, absolutely terrified. And to the, like, until like the baby came out, still take, and they put her in my arms. And I was like, all the fear went away. I'm like, I think we got this. I feel like I got this, you know? And, uh, and that's just how it was. And I did. I We had this. Yeah, so. very, very well said, Johnny. And let, let me jump into here now. I know uh, the big thing with you right now you got is reboot on Hulu. What is this show about? And tell me about your character, Clay Barber. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a it's a show about a show because there's so many reboots today. Right. And so it's a show about a show that's being rebooted. And but it's, you know, it's also about these characters who, you know, were kind of at war with each other on the original series, but now they're getting a second chance because they haven't been working that much. These people haven't been working that much since the, the first show came about. And uh, my character in particular, you know, is a naughty comedian who probably drank a little too much along the way and didn't have to uh, reach too far for that one. Uh, had all the inspiration I needed for that one. And uh, I'm very grateful. To, I, I'm very grateful to be part of this show. Steve Levitan is brilliant and just, you know, the cast is brilliant. Uh, I'm really excited for everyone to see it. Yeah, and it, it seems like like right now the average age in America is like 38, 39 years old. So, so many of the like companies or uh, movies, they're trying to reboot or redo all these ones that were popular with this current population of kids or that have grown up now into adulthood. And we see it time and time again. So this kind of is like a, like a spoof on this entire idea of rebooting these entire shows. And then some of them turn out to be disasters. And I think it's a perfect opportunity for some type of satire to come in there, which is what reboot does here, right? Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if I heard Steve Levitan say this. Maybe I did, but it's kind of like his love letter to television because he's been a part of so many wonderful shows. And, uh, and you know, he gets to satirize those shows, but he also, it's like, there's some great love letters, like the, the scene with uh, 
Callum, Callum Worthy and Krista Marie Yu when they spend the day just exploring the the set, the 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 you know where we're shooting, um, and it's really beautiful. I can't wait for you to see that episode. Yeah, and it's it's amazing how much the technology has changed from uh, back when you first started doing Jackass to where it is now. The way that we just consume content, see content, uh, produce content, all of that stuff has changed. And what and, and then bringing it back into you as a dad here, obviously. Uh, with the comedic stuff that you've done over your career, what has it been like for you with your kids as far as discipline goes? Do they know when you're serious? Do they know uh, when it's time to to listen up? What kind of disciplinarian are you as a dad? And is that different than the discipline style you grew up with? Um, Well, yeah, like with what's funny, because with my kids, like I'm very concerned about their safety. So I'm like a helicopter parent about their safety with my son. That's a real, it's a real, uh, it's a real full-time job, but you know, if, you know, little, um, crack wise with a naughty sense of humor, I'm probably going to let that go more than other parents. You know, I, it's different levels. So, and I got a lot of latitude growing up as far as the way my parents raised me, I was the baby of the family. So I never really had to do anything. I had two older sisters. Everyone always did something for me. I was very, I was, I was really a big mama's baby. So. And then you say with your son there, a handful to do that. Does he try to uh, replicate some of these things that he's seen you do? Do they all, have they all seen all the jackass stuff? No, do they know most no. of it? Have they seen I, any of it? When, when are you going to be, when are they old enough for you to let them see it all? My oldest has, she's obviously, she's 26, has seen, seen them. Right. Uh, when she was, she never, she just saw like things now and then growing up, you know, things that weren't naughty, things. Were, but when she was 14, I let her go to the Jackass 3 premiere, but I made her sit next to me. I'm like, sometimes I'm going to make you cover your ears. Sometimes I'm going to make you cover your uh, eyes and sometimes both. So then I had all the bits in my lap. I'm like, okay, so even at 14, she got a, a censored version. It'll be the same with my kids, the the, the youngest kids. Yeah, very cool. What, what would you consider to be, uh, Johnny, the top values that you hope to instill in all of your kids as they were growing up? Um, you know, just to uh, love themselves and love their brothers and sisters and uh, – not be afraid of failure and just go out there and let them have it. Yeah. Right on with that. And obviously you've been around the scene for quite a long time here. Tell me about the cast here of reboot. Put me on the set there. What was it like to work with these guys? Uh, Paul Reiser, uh, Keegan, Michael key. What was the cast? Like, what was the, the chemistry like for you guys doing this? Well, I mean, you're working with some top notch comedy talent with everyone on the show. Right. Judy Greer, Keegan-Michael Key, Paul Reiser. It's just, you know, and like Paul Reiser can not only take a, a sentence, he could take one word and just wasn't funny on the one word's not funny in on the paper. But when he says bugles, for example, it's hilarious every time. Very specific things he can do. Uh, 
he, he's so talented and it's everyone gets along, man. It's uh, it's a fun cast to be around. And I also love the writer's rooms just as a fan watching the show, just all the hilarity in the writer's rooms uh, from the, the show, like Rose Abdu as Selma just says the naughtiest things. And it's always so funny. Yeah, very cool. And as I was saying there earlier, it's like, you know, the, the way that we consume it, the, the material today has changed as well as how you yeah. get involved in this. What kind of advice do you have for the parents out there that have kids that are interested in comedy career, acting career? Which way would you tell the parents to try to steer those kids today? Oh, man. Yeah. Would uh, maybe uh, steer them into science? Um, <laughs> no, I, you know, it's like I said earlier, you know, like the best advice to not just the parents, but if like you want to pursue a career in comedy or any of the arts, just try to make it happen yourself. You know, that's how we got started. We just did it ourselves. We just started doing ourselves, and you, and, and also, I said it earlier, but don't be afraid of failure. If you're not failing, you're not trying hard enough. Failing is essential to success. So embrace it. Yeah, yeah, great stuff, Johnny. And obviously right now we know we got the the reboot on Hulu. What's next for you here? What kind of projects you're working on? What's coming up next for you? Oh, God, I have quite a few projects I'm working on. but I, I don't know how much to get into those. But I do. I will say me and my cousin, Roger Allen Wade, have a radio show on Outlaw Country Channel 60 every Saturday night at 5 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Uh, Pacific. And uh, yeah, we, it's the highlight of my week to get to do that show. Very cool. Last thing I want to hit you with here, Johnny, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast. What type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening? Oh, it's just one of the, probably the most gratifying things that you'll ever experience. And I understand you're maybe scared right now, but it's all going to work out. Just, just love those kids. Right on with that. I love the message. There's been an honor for me. I got to say, Johnny Knoxville, you're a first class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Thank you, sir. You have been listening to First Class Fatherhood please visit www.firstclassfatherhood.com to find out more details. You can order First Class Fatherhood advice and wisdom from high-profile dads on amazon.com or wherever books are sold. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Proverbs 22.6 tells us, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will never depart from it. God bless, and I'll catch you next time.